Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harrison. Today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Foreign Wolf, which is a killer band name, by the way. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. It's not often I think <laughs> that. Usually it's just band names or band names. I don't really have an opinion, but Foreign Wolf, all one word. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a new capital P- W. Don't forget the capital W. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Has to be capital. Ooh. I like it. Okay. New EP called Your Weapons, Your Words. Again, so much depth, I think, going on here. Or maybe I'm making things up. But anyway, it's released on May 14th. Right now, I'm being joined by David to share some more information about this release and what the band has got going on. So, David, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Great to be here. Absolutely great to have you on, my good man. Now, am I imagining all of this incredible depth, you know, Foreign Wolf, uh... Your weapons, your words. Am I imagining this this depth? No, you're no. not. Okay. <laughs> no, there's there's a lot of depth behind it. Um, we're not a deep band. It's just um, when we're writing music, everything seems to be related more about sort of past experiences um, within each sort of member of the band. So any of the songs we have written, they're actually about us. It's not us trying to say, oh, here's a very serious topic. Let's write a song about it. Mm-hmm. We are, everything is 100% things that have happened to us in the past. And this is our sort of creative output to allow us to sort of help to help us to deal with it. Um, so hence the EP title, uh, Your Weapons, Your Words. Um, it just sort of goes into the idea that if you speak about things, that's your best line of sort of attack and defense to uh, help you deal with anything that's going on with your life. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, a lot, a lot deeper than we originally thought. <laughs> it, it started off as a lyric, and it, it sort of became a wee bit more. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the funny thing that you mentioned, not, not necessarily funny, the, I guess, empowering thing that you mentioned was the power of expressing instead of depressing, and then wondering how you ended up depressed one day. It was uh, it, so. Each member of the band has experienced depression. We are, we we tend to focus quite a bit on mental health in a positive way. We don't we we, we try to steer away from the negativity behind it, mm-hmm. and we try and you know provide a way to show the how by taking the first step you come out the end a much better person for it. Um, so. Whilst the lyrics in the songs might be very deep, we try and keep the music upbeat so that it's reflecting the, more the, the positivity behind what will be uh-huh. um, once, you, once you take the right steps. Major scales. You guys are using <laughs> major scales. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like major scales to me. Anyway, so I was watching the lyric video for Alone, and I'll have to admit, David, mm-hmm. I, w- I was by myself, so it felt very fitting. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it looks like this one is about a manipulative relationship, which I think a lot of people can uh, relate to yeah. on varying levels from I'm trapped in a basement all the way to I'm free, but I'm trapped mentally, spiritually, whatever. Um, yeah. Are you... Are We've you- tried to sort of cover all of that as well. Um Obviously, I think the, the, the main thing would be an actual relationship with, with another person um, and how 
you're afraid of being alone. So you're, you yourself are almost trapping yourself in this relationship and you're doing everything you can to try and maintain it, even though the other person involved could be manipulative, could just not be bothered with the entire thing. Um, but you see it as a positive thing because at least you're not alone. Mm-hmm. At least you have a relationship. You're not that, you know, it's so... It can go down the thing with, you know, we did it with another song where we sort of said you had a relationship with your depression as well um, and treat it as such. Um, so, yeah, it, it, cover, it covers um, as in-depth as people want to get into it. Um, but in particular, it was mostly about just a destructive relationship with another person. Yeah. Well, you brought up a great point, which is uh, the other person is actually not doing anything they're capitalizing mm-hmm. on the fact that the person who's manipulated 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 uh i just woke up anyway um is <laughs> investing all of the energy into it mm-hmm. and uh, as a result <laughs> you're just causing you know but it is it's you're, you're causing more harm to yourself then but you're not yeah. seeing it because you're taking the positive out of it and it's only again when you're out of the relationship you look back and go Hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a bad place to be. It sure was. And now I'm much better for it. So yeah. Well, then you mentioned something else. You mentioned was, uh, I'm gonna call it an excuse, mostly because I just I found this book on our shelf that my wife had got from some therapist, like you know, ten years ago, um, when she was seeing a counselor for some. Um, after our first child, she had some. What do you call that? Uh, Depression after you have, um, yeah, it's like uh, postnatal depression. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the the actual name for it. But anyway, so she saw a counselor for it, and one of the books that was recommended was "Stop Making Excuses." And so, uh, for the last ten years, I just haven't had the time to read it. But I finally found some time to read it, and uh, one of the excuses is something like that. At least I have a relationship. Okay, well, it's like saying at least I have rabies. At least I have AIDS. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not good to have that thing. Maybe it's no. maybe it's good to be empty-handed in this particular situation. Because if you yep. don't have something bad, you have room to have something good. So you always still have something. Yeah, and the not being away from the something bad, it just gives you that opportunity to try and find something good as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, it, it, you have to get past that in order to be able to open your eyes and see, okay. That was a bad thing. Let's let's move on now. And <laughs> Unless, of course, there's <laughs> no limit. Sometimes than, than you think. <laughs> yeah. Especially if there's no limit, David. Oh, don't. <laughs> that, that's even deeper again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're privy to getting into no limit, then let's do it. If you're not, we can easily find something else to talk about. No, we'll get into no limit. It's, it's So it's being released tomorrow. Um, well, yeah, I'm trying to think of dates. So it's, it's released the 7th of uh, May so mm-hmm. that's tomorrow for us um, so it, it it goes into uh, addiction um, now again addiction covers everything it could be addiction to coffee it could be addiction to drugs it could be addiction to alcohol mm-hmm. it's how that affects your life how it brings you down in certain areas um, we have a music video coming out for No, no Limit it, it comes out tomorrow as well um, it's a band playthrough 
and we've actually uh, we got a friend of ours to come in and throughout the video he's sort of walking around the room just some shots of him by himself and the concept is we're not paying attention to him but he's going around and he's going through addiction and as it slowly progresses through the video he gets worse and worse and worse to the point where when we eventually take notice of him it's almost like we're coming in as an intervention to him mm-hmm. we're screaming at him and we're saying you know you're not on your own we're, we're, we're here for you such a good intervention. Um, again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just that concept of once you start getting into an addiction, you know, there there, there may not be that limit. And mm-hmm. it's knowing when to hit that limit and mm-hmm. be able to say, okay, I need to go and do something about this. Yeah. Speaking of coffee. so uh, Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's <laughs> the monster energy. That's, oh, that's mine. <laughs> oh, no. At that hour of the evening, you're never going to go to bed, David. Mm-mm. But who needs to go to bed? No, I'm up at 5 a.m. tomorrow, so. <laughs> okay, good. There's no limit. Yeah. yeah, we just found this coffee in the back of the cupboard. Uh, who knows how old it is, actually. But we were like, throw it out, make it. I don't know. Let's try making it. We're we're Lavazza people, so we're yeah. really, really posh about our coffee. <laughs> um, I went to culinary school where I learned how to taste coffee, what goes into coffee, how to make coffee. Something so simple, and it turned me into um, an elitist douchebag, David. And oh no, I, 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 I would say I'm <laughs> when it comes to coffee, I'm, I'm pretty close. We've got like we've got five or six coffee machines downstairs that all do different things. You know, we've got the Nespresso, we've we've got just the filter coffee machine, and uh, a few other ones, and yeah. yeah. You, you start seeing yourself being, oh, no, I like it this way. Oh, no, I like it. No, well, it tasted good the other day. What yeah. kind of coffee was that? Oh, that was nice as well. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of my uh, colleagues and I were chatting about that the other day, that in developing our palate in the food industry as culinary professionals, we end up almost coming across as douchey to people who aren't in the field because... We know what we're looking for. We know the difference between coffee that tastes burnt because it's bad beans that were roasted improperly and coffee that has really unique, subtle flavors to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Best example, when I was in work the other day, I used just the, the, the standard coffee that they had in, in, the, in the canteen. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I brewed it and brought it into the office and it just smelled like tar. Like it just it was it was just nasty just nasty stuff yeah i like strong coffee and making this coffee strong was not a good idea no Mm -mm. for anyone out there who doesn't know um the farm wants to make money off of everything that they've grown so they sell crappy beans (laughs) because they know they can make money off of it and uh in a lot of cases, things end up in animal feed, dog food, that kind of thing. In the case of coffee beans, it just ends up in workplace canteens. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Because I don't think you can give coffee beans to dogs. Although, it'd be worth an experiment, I guess. No, my dog's hyper enough without giving him coffee. Mm-hmm. Boom shakalaka. So, I was able to find <laughs> the EP because it was sent to me. And I recall listening to the EP. I recall digging it. Uh, four tracks. You mentioned that at time of recording, 
May 7th, uh, No Limit's going to pop out into the world, and it'll have mm-hmm. a music video. So I made a note for that, because this will air in June. Um, but I'll make sure that at the time that we're ready to air, I grab all of the lyric videos, playthrough videos, music videos, uh, what have you, um, so that they're on the show Perfect. notes. Yeah, so they're on the show notes. So when people are watching the show and they're listening to us chat about coffee, and they're like, yeah, I really dig these guys, or I can't stand anything these guys are saying, the second one's <laughs> actually better. Because uh, now they're filled with even more emotion than they were before and mm-hmm. willing to take action. And like, who even is this band? And they start listening to you. And then because your music is so angry and filled with emotion and expression, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. And then they're going to become foreign wolf fans for life. That's all we can hope for. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Now, I guess take us through this EP. Four songs. Um and I'm not trying to sound diminutive. In a lot of cases, it's just, you know, the best four songs that we had at the time, and we figured we'd, we'd go out with it. Um, but in other cases, especially now with the pandemic, it's, well, we were actually going to come out with an album, but that wasn't such a smart idea. We can't tour. So we decided to come out with some EPs, and we structured which songs sound best. So my that's the lead-in. That's the preface. My question is, what went into crafting this EP? Uh, so you're you're not far off with the the, the second there. It was um, we had started writing. We had eight or nine tracks in the in the process. The, the original concept was aiming towards an album, um, with tours being cancelled and with just everything shutting down on us. We had to try and think what is the best way for us to continue with content um, rather than, you know, throwing it all out there and then trying to stretch it over however long this was going to last. The original concept was let's do, we, we had them all recorded and we thought, right, we'll release a song as a single. We'll let it ride for a month and a half or so, six weeks, and then just continue with the release track by track. And, um, then we were lucky enough to get involved with Gary and Sam PR and we sort of structured a, a release for it. That way we did it as an EP and then again, not knowing how the rest of this year is going to go, it leaves us a bit of space for the other tracks that we're going to be recording to keep the momentum going, uh-huh. I suppose, is the best way. Yeah. Now you said that you were lucky to get Gary. I'm sure he's happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. I'll let him know. Hey, Gary, somebody thinks that they're lucky to know. <laughs> <laughs> Gary with two R's. I always like to point out he's Gary with two R's. Mm-hmm. How did you get in touch with Gary? What happened there? He Gary actually reached out to us. Um, we we try and be as active as we can on social media and always just interacting with anyone who decides to follow us as best we can and as often as we can. So I think Gary must have picked up on this. He, he, had, he had worked with a few bands from Ireland that we knew. And I think just through him following those bands, he, he came across us and sent us a message and asked if we'd be interested, if we had anything coming up. And it, it sort of just it coincided very well with this release. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was no brainer, uh, you know, if someone is interested in your music and is, is willing to put a bit of time and effort into helping you promote it, you don't say no to that, yeah. especially when you've only been a band since 2019. 
Wow. You, know, it's, you guys you, picked you, a good time to join a start a band. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but this, 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 this is this is a surprising thing. The first EP that we released, again, it was self-released, but it wasn't done through a PR agency or anything like that. Yeah. It ended up getting, again, for, for only releasing it, and then automatically this lockdown happened within three months of the release. It gained a lot of traction. You know, we, we got our Spotify for artist result for 2020, and it was, you know, we had reached 80 countries. We had 1,400 hours of listening. So just these numbers that just blew my mind because we had played four shows, five shows wow. in Belfast. You know, it wasn't as if we'd even went on a UK tour and, and played festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it has opened our eyes anyway to the what can be achieved just through social media. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot I could say about that. Most bands are doing social media as wrong as you can do it. Mm -hmm. But if you do know how to do it properly and you have a strategy in place, you could probably actually do very well. Mm -hmm. My recommendation to most bands is just get off of it. Use your personal pages if you have one to just say simple things like, hey guys, we're playing a show tonight at the, you know, I don't know, Whiskey A Go Go, 7 p.m. Going to be lots of fun. Would love to see you there. And a picture yeah. of it and the address. Leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And if your personal page starts getting so crazy that you you know need to offload that traffic, then sure, you know get a band page. But a lot yeah. of bands get a band page everywhere. Don't maintain it. Don't do proper posting. And yeah, so but it's good to hear. That's that. it. <laughs> no, but, but but you're absolutely right with the personal pages because you know ninety percent of the time, well ninety percent of the time. You'll have had your personal page for a lot longer than, say, a band page, mm-hmm. and you will have established a lot of people who you're in constant contact with. There'll be friends, there'll be family, there'll be people who you've just known, and it just by posting, as you said, simple things to say. Like even when we posted up to say about the new single coming out tomorrow, we didn't go into big detail. We just went new single. Yep. May 7th, yep. here's the post. And it went to our four socials. Uh, it goes to the band social, but we get more interaction from our socials. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, makes sense. So it absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because your personal page has, like you said, a history of people that you know, mm-hmm. whereas your band page might have some random likes on it from people that you've never met before. And yeah. Precisely. <laughs> Boom. You're talking to people who you just don't know. Exactly. Strangers, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stranger danger, David. That's nothing <laughs> for a... That's an afterthought for a foreign wolf, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. It leads to gradual destruction. Uh-huh. Uh, now, something I wanted to ask you as we close up the interview is I know of a label that I think would work really well with you guys. And since mm-hmm. you have a plan to release a lot of material... Um, if you want, I can get you in touch with them to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Cool. Uh, it doesn't guarantee anything other than because, yeah, because they know me and I don't submit crappy bands, uh, usually. 
<laughs> so, sometimes I'm just like, you know what? Not Thanks, really my. Yeah, not really my thing. But I'm sure somebody out there will dig it. Uh, that's how I feel about my neighbor's wife. Oh, so. <laughs> but no, I dig your guys' stuff. Your guys' stuff is good. Um, so yeah, it'll go ahead of the. They'll actually listen to it, and then if they think that you're a fit, they'll they'll get in a contact with you. Um, whereas the other cases, <clears throat> you go to a massive submission pile on the floor, and if somebody can get to you within two weeks, and then they might. That's, that's something I was discussing with Gary not half an hour ago. I was asking because we we're looking into a few potential sort of booking agents for tours to take place next year, mm-hmm. and he was able to say, "Well, listen, these guys would be interested. You know, they really dig their music." had it on playlists for the, the first single that was released. So it, it's that bridge. That, that's sort of all I want is a conversation. And yeah. if you like it, you like it. If you don't, burn off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you can become the next U2. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I was in a wedding band for a long time, and <laughs> the same U2 songs have just... They're high. <laughs> ingrained in my mind in a very bad way <laughs> yeah you know, it's funny uh whenever i talk to people in sweden and i mention abba there's like all this pride whenever i talk to somebody in ireland about you too i don't get the same level of pride <laughs> no i mean i think if, you, if you're going to talk to anyone in ireland about a, a band to have pride about it is definitely thin lizzy okay you know everybody just loves thin lizzy yeah there's, there's statues of phil down in dublin now so you know um, I don't know. You two maybe just want to be a bit too. Uh, don't know. <laughs> Everyone has their own opinion. <laughs> All right, groovy. So sweet. <clears throat> so everybody out there who's still listening in, number one, thank you. How are you today? Good, beautiful. Because one of the things we chatted about was expressing your feelings, and this is something that uh, I've read a lot <clears throat> in uh, thera- therapy literature. Is part of the reason, and it's so simple to say it out loud. But if you depress your feelings, you will eventually be depressed. So it's important to express your feelings so that you're expressive. And I know that scares a lot of people, and it might actually at first. When you've depressed so many bad things down and you start to cough those things up, it will be scary. Um, Mm. But once they're gone, you can start to just become, and this is starting to get foo-foo and woo-woo, but a conduit for life. Just Just an electrical conduit for life. And as things come, they just filter through you. And that's the gift of life. David, <clears throat> That's it. Uh, how addiction can be anything and uh, <clears throat> tremendously, oh my goodness gracious, excuse me, <clears throat> crappy coffee from like two years ago, uh, which is funny. I could be addicted to pot- listening to podcasts, but nobody, when I say like, oh, he's got an addiction immediately, I think it's like drugs and gambling or something, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, and then speaking of coffee beans, we went over coffee beans. We chatted about the EP as a whole. We chatted about working with a promoter. We chatted about social media strategy. And then we also chatted about um, record labels for for a hot second. And um, I'll get you in touch with somebody that I think would be a good fit. Have that conversation. And uh, just don't bring any weapons. Just your words uh, (laughs) to that one. Cool. We chatted about Thin Lizzy because the boys are back in town. And I believe that's... Everything. David, did I miss anything? Yes. No, no, no. It was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, David, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.